What's up, guys? This is your boy BJ, the one, the only BJ, the barber, Joe's interlude. Follow me, follow me on Instagram. I'm here today with our first ever episode, Ball Naps Matter. I have the the luxurious guest, Ty. Hello. Good, good friend. Good, Hello. good friend. Yeah, it's, it's been us. a while. Yeah, it's been a while. I've been we've been trying to link for like a month, seems yeah, like, but definitely. complicating schedules. But uh, yeah, we're here to talk and just kind of establish what the purpose of these podcasts are you know i'm a firm believer that everybody has a purpose everybody is uniquely and gifted to be one specific thing but in this day of time in this day of time you you don't have to so i always want to feature somebody on the episode that that's living a purpose-driven life so yeah you can start out let us know who you are what you do where you're from of course all those things so, hello everyone. I'm Ty. I am. I was originally born in Fayetteville, North Carolina. I moved down here when I was about 10, 11 or so. Shout out to J. Cole. And, <laughs> yeah, that's crazy that I barely listen to J. Cole. But mm. uh, yeah, so I am a photographer, I'm a videographer, and I plan on getting into motivational speaking. Uh, right now, I'm just kind of living out my purpose. Yep. And um, it's one of those things that's been like a, a long journey. It's been long, almost long two journey. years. And what I started, when I originally started this purpose-driven lifestyle, I didn't know that it was going to be, you know, at this point of where mm-hmm. I'm at right now. So um, it's a journey. Like, I may be a photographer, videographer today, and something crazy tomorrow. Who knows? So, But at the current moment... That is what I'm living by, uh, photography, videography, and I also do marketing. So that's that's where I'm at. Okay, so um, my first question was, you did tell me you went to college, but Mm -hmm. when you were in grade school, you Mm -hmm. never had any idea that you wanted to take photos and, like, work with cameras, right? Never. You mean, like, in college or Or just... just, uh, Not just, like, you know, middle school, high school. Never, never. What was your focus? Um... Actually, I, I knew that I had a creative mindset. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember when we first got, you know, those TVs where you can, like, pause and record or whatever yeah, while DVR. you go to school. The DVR, like, it was, DVR like, was around that time. Yeah, yeah, the DVR had just came out. Mm-hmm. And I remember every morning before going to school, I would, like, record some music videos. Yeah. And I would, like dance I really I thought I would be a dancer to be honest because I would learn all of the I would learn all of the dances to Mm -hmm. the videos but I think now that I'm looking back I don't think I was gravitated at the dance moves I think it was the video like the the visuals the the song and the music but um did you try for the dance team in high school um I was on cheerleading squad cheerleading squad okay cool in high school alright but never in a million years would I thought I'd be able to you know pick up a camera and um create visuals like that so yeah 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 so um you posted something you've been posting a lot on instagram if you ever get a chance i'm gonna drop her instagram name guys so y'all can follow her great great inspirational person i don't be thinking people be listening to me sometimes uh, (laughs) nah you you put you and i mean this paragraphs and usually nobody likes to read yeah 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 so you're like oh seven words Done. Yeah, yeah, some people do. So, so, now nah, you, uh, you posted a picture and it was with the camera. The, I think that's a Canon, I think. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I'm picking up a little bit on cameras mm-hmm. too because mm-hmm. I'm trying to yeah. know, make my pictures look good. You gotta good. learn it, yeah. But, uh, you said it's not the material, but mm-hmm. it's really the 
set of eyes of the person. Yeah, definitely. Can you really, like, expound on that? Because, I mean, I yeah. caught it when you said it. I was like, that's what I've been trying to tell people. Like, I feel like Spielberg and all these mm-hmm. guys, Ryan Coogler, mm-hmm. all these talented people saw it in their eyes. Yeah, 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 yeah. And made it happen with whatever they had mm-hmm. until they got what they needed exactly. to bring it to part. So, yeah, expound on that because I don't think a lot of people um, yeah, I mean, caught that. Uh, okay, like, the first question that I normally get is, mm-hmm. what lens do you use? Oh, that's dope. What lens? Or, like, they'll refer back to the equipment. They'll be like, oh, that's a good camera. And I'm like, yeah. it's not the lens, bro. Like, it's not the lens. Like, yeah. anybody could shoot the same thing with the iPhone. And especially now that technology is moving, yeah. people are using iPhones to take pictures yeah. or record visuals and things like that. Like, it's, it's expanded so much that... Honestly, it's in the storytelling, and it's in the person's visual, you know? Yeah. You can honestly what tell a story imagine. with whatever you have in your hand. Like, it's not the camera. Mm-hmm. It's not the lens. It's it's the person. And, you know, I elaborated, and I said, you know, like, that's like going up to Serena Williams and saying, like, hey, like, yeah. you're a dope athlete. What racket? What I racket like, do you yeah, use? Like, that makes sense. Like, no, like, it's not the racket. It's, it's the talent. It's the individual. It's the person who's been working hard at that craft for years and years and years you know she could easily go get a dang racket from walmart or something like that and probably still kill that shit and And still make it happen and it's funny you said that like now i've been cutting hair (laughs) now you're good i've been cutting hair for four years and when i first started i was like of course you always gravitate and idolize people and there's certain cats i was idolizing i was like the only reason why he ate one with the clippers yeah. is because he got them clippers. Yeah. And I got these. Yeah. So if I get them, I'm going to be a one just like him. Yeah, exactly. And it's and I always tell people, I feel like the millennial generation mm-hmm. is like 85 to present. Exactly. It's a lot of 80 babies that don't want to claim millennial generation, mm-hmm. but that's the booming of like MTV to now. Yeah. Yeah. And it's and it's that we hear it all the time, but it's so true. But it's that microwave mindset. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. you, you can skip the the prep and the 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 hard on work of going out there to kill your food and washing it, cleaning it, yep. preparing it all. You can skip all that, just throw it in the microwave, and you still have the same satisfying taste in exactly. five or six minutes if you just amp up the the wattage. Mm-hmm. And it's it's the same in our generation, and we see it a lot with a lot of people we grow up with. Yeah. That, oh, if I just do A, B, C, and D, I'll get to Z. Yep. But you forget about all the other alphabets. <laughs> you forget about E to Y. Yes, yes, And yes. You, you just, you just, you don't, you forget that it takes time and hard work and a lot of Self-sacrifice. Yeah, people do not understand the work that... A lot of self-sacrifice. Yeah, a lot. People do not understand the work that has been put in, like, these last... It's only been two years. It's only been two years. This is just the beginning. Like, this is just the beginning for me, but people don't understand the, the work that I've sacrificed within these two years, like, or the things that I've sacrificed, relationships. Yeah. Friendships. Yeah. People start getting quiet on you, like... Oh my gosh, like, you know, going from work, home, you know, straight to, you know, perfecting my craft, staying up, watching videos, learning, and constantly doing work on the weekends, free work. Like, I'm still doing free work right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People don't, (laughs) don't, they don't understand that. Like, with Cutting Harriet, 
I went through a lot of free heads <laughs> before I could get to a staple point where yeah. now I can say, oh, I'm a sole proprietorship. I got yeah. a clientele. And it's not on any boasting stance because yeah. I firmly believe that God has orchestrated mm-hmm. it all. And I remember, I tell new cats, I was telling a colleague yesterday, man, I was, I sat right where you are. Mm-hmm. And that is the reminder now at this point that yeah. it's because of those miserable moments. Oh, yes. I, I've had people tell me, man, if, and this is just being honest, if your cousin didn't tell me to not say nothing, I would have lined you up. Because mm-hmm. you messed up my haircut. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that's that's something elementary. But it was those humiliating moments. Humiliation. That, that kept me humble to now. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Uh-huh. But it drove me at the same point. Because yeah. it was like, I don't want to be out here yeah. not making people happy. If yeah. I understand that a pinnacle pillar in everybody's purpose is to fulfill someone else. Mm-hmm. If I'm not doing at least that, yep. I'm doing nothing. Yep. So, so you know. So yeah, I, that 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 is true. I believe that it's not the materials because mm-hmm. they're just tools. Yeah. But it's it's the mindset. It's the yeah. The days, the nights, yeah. the, the and stressing I'm, behind yeah, it. Yeah, and I'm like, yo, like if you you want to perfect anything, you know, perfect the vision. You know, perfect what you see. Perfect. Yeah. You know, things that you, like, look around in life. Like, you know, like, everything has a story right now from that guy sitting on the phone mm-hmm. over at the Starbucks laughing. Yep. Think, you can think in, you can think it. about, like, some of the things that he's yeah. talking about. Or is that a woman? It's, <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, yeah. The person, <laughs> or a woman, whatever. The person, the person the sitting over there, like, you can only imagine what they're talking about. So if yeah. you just capture that moment, the person that's seeing that picture is going to imagine what that person could be feeling and you know like that's what you want to really capture and start perfecting when it comes to photography and storytelling it's not it's not the equipment although the equipment helps now don't get me wrong yeah i I wish fruitville station to black panther there's a whole like transcendence Mm. there's a whole elevation of equipment that brought the same story but the key point was coogler and who he brought in at the same time so Mm -hmm. You all right? The equipment does play. It does, but it's like a one percent in the or a ten percent in the hundred percent picture. Yeah, exactly. But like seventy percent has to be the being itself, mm-hmm. and the innate talent. And I'm glad we're talking about that. I had a question, but I forgot. Okay, no, I didn't forget it. My question would be: um, Do you feel that you can ever perfect a God-given talent? And then, what is your definition on a gift? Okay, do I believe you could perfect a God-given talent? Um, well, what's your definition of perfecting a God-given talent? Because perfection is a wide spectrum. Yes, it is. And and it can go it can go on like, you know, I believe, you know, perfection is God, you know, like only God is perfect and I feel like um, you know, that can go on to infinity like he's like Mm -hmm. he's not limited to like Mm -hmm. what he could do so um sorry what was the question i was like i just want to make sure i get it one can you uh do you think you can perfect the god-given talent because talents are something you're born with correct or is that well at Uh, least that's my definition yeah yeah uh i think a gift 
is something that's been granted. Okay. So Or you can swap it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I believe they go hand in hand, but they do. It's given by God. Yeah. And and I kind of almost feel like I'm I'm still kind of discovering that thing, you know, like between talent and and gift, but I mean my gift is my talent, you know, mm-hmm. like uh my eyes are yeah. my talent. I mean my uh vision, yeah, you but said my that. talent is just, you know, my ability to uh work Exercise. long hours yeah. or um be like detailed and things like that like to the laptop and like know how to like is good with like tech and stuff like that that's my talent you know like i'm keen to details like Mm -hmm. i love you know working hard you know long hours like that that's my talent because i have that that you know that skill set that's the skill but my my vision is definitely the gift from god because I create visions in my head that I'm like, I don't even know where this come from, you know, Mm -hmm. especially when I listen to music and you pair it, I automatically, I can automatically start thinking about a vision or a video of what, yeah, that's God given. And I was having this conversation with someone. I'm like, yo, like, it's so crazy that I struggle with my vision, my physical vision, my Mm -hmm. entire life, because I had to wear glasses. I was a dorky person. I had circle glasses you know I struggle with that and you know it's crazy that he gave me that same gift but in a different way you know like it's like okay yeah you're gonna suffer with your vision your entire life physically but but spiritually spiritually, I'm gonna give you a gift that no one can see but you so that that's definitely that's powerful man that's powerful yeah that's that's definitely my gift yeah yeah, that's yeah. definitely my gift that, that God has given yeah. me. And can I perfect it? I think that's just a discovery. Yeah. I'm discovering it every day. And as long as I have that motive every day to discover God, mm-hmm. which is my gift, I'm doing I'm doing it. I'm doing my purpose. Yeah. Discover it. Every I day like I wake up like what can I do? What can I do? What can I God, do? what do you who do you need me to be today? And what you know reference of your gift. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Um it's just discovery. I mean, I, and as you discover, that's when you perfect it. But you have to have that that desire to discover it and want to know. Yeah. And want to know where this vision could take you. And just, you know, like, you have to be curious. Yeah, I don't want to bring it up because uh, we still have a lot to talk about. But um, I think it was Churchill. Somebody said it. It was a quote that said, you never... You never obtain perfection, mm-hmm. but in the the pursuit. the court the pursuit, you obtain excellence. Mm-hmm. I don't think I think it was Churchill. I don't know. Probably mixing quotes. Probably so. I just but, said uh, pursuit. <laughs> but it is it is true. You never because I mean the only perfect person that ever lived was Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. We know that. We believe that. Mm-hmm. And for some of y'all who don't know. You learn something new every day. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but um, I believe that is that ha- that holds true because in my pursuit of trying to be the perfect barber or be just the perfect husband or just be a perfect person, I never became perfect. I just realized that I have more mistakes than yeah. anything. Yeah. <laughs> but I learned to take those mistakes and now become detail oriented mm-hmm. 
you know, I learned to just become excellent in what I can control. Exactly. Because the thing is, you never really control anything. Mm -hmm. You just kind of become okay with accepting which way it goes and just controlling how you respond. Exactly. So... I mean, it holds a lot of truth, and I'm glad you're saying these things because it lets me know that I was thinking the right things when yeah. I was deciding to, to make this first step and even go this route, mm-hmm. even with, you know, enough backlash. Mm-hmm. And not backlash in, like, no one wants to see me succeed, mm-hmm. but more of, like, you know, I'm unsure, and I don't want you to try and then fail. Yeah. But what I try to explain to people is that I've my trial and I'm so adapt to trial and error mm-hmm. that I'm not afraid to keep going because yeah. I've failed enough. Yeah. Like it doesn't scare me. Yeah. Like it did in, in many a times where I'd get out there and, and just try, try, try. No remote experience. Yeah. I was trying <laughs> as a professional barber when I first started. Yeah. Like I never cut nobody's hair. Mm. And I, because I was more, and this is a big thing for those those who are listening. When you're not sure, but you want to go that way, just be honest with where you are. Yeah. Because I wasn't honest. I was like, oh, I'm A1 barber just like you. (laughs) Just let me work. It's okay. And And then you're going to get humiliated. Yeah, I got out there, tried, and and (laughs) messed a lot of people up. And I remember I was cutting this one guy's hair. He's like, you don't remember me, huh? I was like, man, listen, I didn't cut probably... Yeah. Thousand heads, mm-hmm. and that's just to be modest. I've been cutting for a while now. I was like, man, I didn't cut a lot of heads. Yeah. I don't remember you unless yeah. you're a weekly customer. <laughs> yeah. And it wasn't to be rude. And he's like, man, I remember when you first started. You started over there, man, and you could not cut for nobody. <laughs> and he's like, now, nah, man, like I see what you're doing, man. You putting in work, like. Mm-hmm. You eat. Mm-hmm. And for me, that was so encouraging yeah. because it's like, man, I've been telling people this. Because yeah. I have cats be like, man, I'm trying to get like you. You, you the boss. You the big man. Mm-hmm. And I used to play it down a lot because my brother, he's a firefighter. And he was like, people would call him like, they, God would ordain them or would use them to re- to let him know where he's going. Mm-hmm. And he said it mm-hmm. took him to see that spiritually this when people say, oh, what's going on, big shot? You're going to be the next fire chief? Mm-hmm. This, that, and the other. And it's not on a gloating stance. And he'd be like, no, nah, that's not me. Yeah. And he said he learned to not downplay what people mm. are, are calling into yep. existence. Yep, yep, yep. And, the, and the thing is, with calling into existence, we want it to be of our own will. Mm-hmm. But it's really what God has already yeah. purposed for us yeah, exactly. that he reminds us. Mm-hmm. And so... And saying all that, I've learned to say when people are like, oh, you're the big shot, man. You're the next hottest thing. Or, like, you're going somewhere instead of downplaying, like, oh, that's not me to be modest. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, not right now. Mm. I'm understanding that yeah. right now that isn't my time and place. But eventually, if that's the Lord's will for yeah. me, it'll come to pass. But, you know, not right now. I appreciate it that you see what God is mm-hmm. God working through me because it's not me. Exactly. It's not me. It's just exactly. God working with me. Exactly. The only thing is, is and <laughs> exactly. excuse my language for all Gosh. the Christian listeners, but I'm oh boss gosh, to the wall is. with this. Yeah. And like that's, I said earlier, great. I'm boss to the wall in my confidence in God because I know he has told me and he's that's shown me that, hey, man, this <laughs> this is what you're supposed to be doing. You're seeking yeah. the kingdom with yeah. your gifts and talents. Yeah, exactly. And in that, you're applying 
with my truth mm. to your life. And now you're impactful and now you're Ooh, blessing yeah. other people. And so now it's like, man, it's it's not that it won't happen. It's just not its time. Yeah. And That's so crazy, we can go into a whole nother episode yeah. and okay, have a whole yeah, feature that. about timing <laughs> and, and placement. And, but and that's, that's, that's something I spotted like. And, and me, I mean. Yeah, you can. Me too. It's, it's, it's doable mm-hmm. and it's possible. But it, it depends on if you're boss to the wall about yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. And I don't mean to sound blunt and frank, but that's simply what it is at mm-hmm. this juncture. Am I going to be boss to the wall in doing this? And can I say, um, I, I did a, a podcast when while I was mm-hmm. working, and I, uh, it was about, is God bullying me? Yeah. That was the title. Yeah, I heard that. Like, I told <laughs> you, I've been the listening title. to that your was, podcast and stuff. <laughs> that I was did, the title, is God heart. bullying me? Yeah. Because... I everything that he has told me to do, mm-hmm. I felt like I had to do it. Even when I questioned it, oh, even man. when I'm like, God, like I don't want to give up this relationship, but I feel like you telling me to do man. it. I had to do it. Like when he told me do this, do it, and I'm like, man, like okay, okay, you know what? I'm I'm following you. I trust that you will lead me towards purpose. I have confidence in you, and I'm just gonna go. Yeah. Forget it. I don't understand. I don't I don't get why all yeah. of a sudden I may have to leave this relationship. I'm not getting it, but it's in my heart, so that's what I'm going to do. Yeah. Like that's what I'm going to do. Is God bullying me? And, and it wasn't to say like in a bad way. It was just a title to refer bullying to like when you like I'm uncomfortable. Yeah. And if God is so good, yeah. Why am I uncomfortable? Yeah. Yeah. But what we miss is that Many, 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 and I, I mean, I'm not talking Bible, but I, I study the study. Many people forget that anybody, that, that any religion or anything that you become a servant to, servant means it's going to be a lot of uncomfortable <laughs> places. But you serve your and you master serve. and you, you rely and trust on your master you enough serve. to not let that uncomfortableness keep you from obeying. I said, so, this is not my life. Oh. This is not mine. Like, I don't decide. Oh, we sing it. We sing it at church all yeah. the time. And it sounds nice in the moment. Yeah, until you actually have until to you have take to action. Walk it. This is not my life. I don't choose where I'm no. going to go. No. If I was to choose my life, I was I was supposed to be a nurse. That's what I was supposed to be doing. Like, yeah. I went to nursing school. I failed. Failed plenty of times. That was my yep. that was my decision for my life, yep. and then I realized like, look, God told me, look, He was like, I ain't tell you to do that. Yeah, <laughs> like, I never not once said that, yeah. And uh, I ain't tell you to do that, man. My like, mom would always say she was like, well, because I'd be like, oh, my mama go do this. She's like, did the Lord tell you to do that? Yeah. What has God said? I'd be like, mama, <laughs> don't nobody want to hear God talk because my mom was a, she was a minister, yeah. so I'd be like, mama, don't nobody want to hear God talk like. I'm talking to my mother, not minister. So, like, I, and as your mother, this is what I'm telling you. But, you know, now at 25, I completely understand yeah, you that. understand it. It's easier to ask him who's, who's freely, and he wants to give us everything exactly. we need to do to live Ooh. our life. It's easier to ask him all the time, all day, what to do and how to do it mm-hmm. than to sit and play you know, what was that, that old game on the computers? Minecraft? Um, or like the minefield game? It was like the bunch that. of textiles and you just click it till you find like a, 
a mine or something. Oh, like the it's something with a text. I this don't know. is what ninety people who didn't have internet <laughs> can play okay. games. Like it was the basic game. You talking about it, Tetris or something? Nah, or not no? Tetris. It was okay. like a bunch of little icons, and you click on it. And it was like the other game you played besides watching the screensaver. Uh, I think I know what you're talking you know about, talking but about? I just can't remember. I can't find a game. But anyway, <laughs> the basics of what I'm saying is like you don't want to play Russian roulette with your life. Exactly. Because, man, exactly. I found people who are like 55 and 60, and you hear it, and you be like, no, nah, that's not true. I found people who are like 55 and 60 who, who, are, now realize, who are now realizing, man, this is not what I want to do. Exactly. And I need to find out what is meant for me. And I'm like, my guy, you know, okay, Abraham started his life at 75. Moses started around 80, 90. Mm-hmm. So I'm not knocking you. But mm-hmm. at the same time, it's like, I don't want to be that later on in life to realize that I've wasted all this time. And it's brought me nothing. But mm-hmm. it hasn't brought me pure happiness. Exactly. It's brought me misery. And, okay, now I'm going to follow God and do what I'm supposed to. Mm-hmm. I'd rather figure that out now at 25. So when I'm 50, I can instill in my children mm-hmm. who will be my age, hey, this is what you're supposed to do, and this is what you ought to teach my grandchildren. Yep. So now we've broken generational cycles because everybody is purposeful living. Yep, exactly. And it's purpose-driven. It's purpose-driven. not just doing a bunch of things to see how it turns out. And the other thing about that is, like, I mean, I didn't automatically find photography you know like that was a discovery you know it was it led me you know once I finished nursing or whatever once I figured like okay shit this isn't really for me or whatever I feel like I should be going somewhere else I thought I was going to be like a a, just a blogger or something like that and so I discovered that and then I'm like Mm -hmm. oh well you know what I kind of want to go and do a military and do I I did like freaking um what's the military thing at in college Um, no, um, ROTC. Oh, ROTC. And then I tried that for a little bit, and I just thought that's what I was going to be. Yeah. And then it took me somewhere else, and it took me somewhere else, and it took me somewhere else. And that's why I'm just like, you know, like photography and videography is something that I'm pursuing right now. Mm-hmm. But just from past experience, it changes. And, yeah. and God just, it's a journey. I'm it's a walk, you, you know, like it, it's just a that. constant daily walk of discovery and that's just what it is and it could be something else tomorrow but he's leading me into these things you know all of those trials and errors of what I, I thought I was going to be blogger oh okay well no I want to go into ROTC now okay I want to do this now and do that and it's like I had to try I had mm-hmm. to try whatever was on my mind just to try you know because it led me into something that I'm in now and a lot of people will be like okay well I'm gonna try this okay it didn't work okay well maybe I should just go back to what I was doing no like try whatever it is that you're are, that you're curious about pray about it yep. and whatever is on your heart That's key thing, do pray. it do it you know and God is gonna eventually lead you to where yeah. you need to be he lines it up exactly yeah. do you believe that sometimes God will let us sample what we're purposed to do or meant to do yeah but in the not in I guess sample it but with the wrong timing does that make sense like um I don't know like I mean I feel like that's God's work that's a mystery that uh, yeah, that's yeah, still okay. full of like discovery. Yeah, I'm gonna find but... the right answer and we can. Reach yeah, it. <laughs> I'm gonna find the right question, how to answer it, and mm-hmm. then we'll reach, we'll touch on it in another episode. Yeah, definitely. So yeah. it's it's just one of those things. Mm-hmm. Uh, discovery, man. Discovery. Every discovery. day. Discovery. Okay. Um, before we wrap it up, because we're touching 
such a good time, man. I'm excited about that. <laughs> uh, you did a, I, like I said, I'm always looking up your stuff. You did a video project about the boy in the woods. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, touch on that. Exp- like, you expounded on it a little bit on your Instagram. Um, and, I mean, I didn't find it on your page, but I was looking on my phone. I had to, I didn't go on my computer. No worries. But uh, expound on the boy in the woods. Because that was, like, one of your first, like, yeah. real in-depth projects. And mm-hmm. you had your model. And mm-hmm. he was out there stripping and stuff, and I was thinking, you know, did anybody ever just see a naked dude, like, walking through the woods? <laughs> or they thinking, you know, it's 2017, a lot of stuff is, we're open to a lot of yeah, stuff, but yeah, I yeah, know yeah. somebody was looking like, look at them, I know they, what is going on out there? Well, but, uh, yeah, just expound on that and, like, yeah, so the emotions behind it and everything, and how you felt when you did it. Okay, um, so I I had a vision. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, my my friend Calvin, he's a model. He came to me. He, he just wanted some pictures. That's really just what it started off as. And he came over. It was like a rainy afternoon. Um, I was like, you know what, Calvin? I'm very curious. There's this um, hunted house across yeah. the street in the woods. Have you ever been to the hunted trails? I've. I'm not really a horror. Okay, book, okay. You know what I'm well, saying? Like that stuff ain't real. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, okay. And so I'm not was... the type to figure it out. I think the only hunted um thing I know in Houston is the thing off the Beltway. Oh, well, like, that's the hunted trail. It's a... it's like abandoned. It's like an abandoned building. It's oh, no, 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 no. That's Green Worlds. That's Green Worlds. Yeah. But um, there's um, another one in Houston called the Hunter Trails. And okay, actually, yeah, I live, yeah. like, right across yeah, yeah. the street. Okay, yeah, yeah. I've heard of that. Okay, so, I've yeah, I live that, right uh, across the street. And it's just... about that stuff. <laughs> it's actually in the woods, you know? Like, uh-huh. I guess this family-owned business kind of set up their equipment and stuff in the woods. And they have this every year. But it was, like, off-season. It was raining. I'm like, you know what? I kind of want to just go and, like, yeah. peek across the woods. And let's just and take some photos. And when we went in there, like, it just, man, like, it just inspired me. And I'm like, you know what? We have to go back and shoot a video. So we went back, like, months later. And so I kind of wrote out the script or whatever. I was like, I really wanted to tell a story about a guy uh, who was lost or whatever, who was Mm -hmm. trying to find his way uh, through the woods. And, you know, the woods was just a resemblance of, you know, life, you know, just of... um, things that you just don't know like just a lot of chaos Mm -hmm. just a just a community of different uh people and just you're you're just lost you know and um that's the story that I wanted to tell so I started off the scene with him running you know Mm -hmm. and um throughout the story we kind of follow him throughout the woods and as he's going throughout the woods and he's like kind of looking for himself and just seeking you know he just kind of starts to strip of his clothes and uh that was just just the for me like him stripping of his clothes was just kind of like giving up like that sacrificing you know like that sacrificing him and his self to whatever it is you know that that he's he's going through that world and um yeah, like that. That's what that's what I had in mind um, mm-hmm. when I finished the video, and I watched it back. I cried, yep. and it was like because it was a story that I didn't. It was a story that my soul was telling. Yeah, about myself. Of you, because I was about like, to ask you. I was like, so do you think <laughs> that you were telling that story in in a subliminal stance yeah. to resemble you, or was that just something for everybody to relate to? 
it was both. It was both. It, but yeah. I related to it so much, and that was my soul telling me that because during that time I was going through a period where I was lost. You know, like you know, my relationship was ending of you know three years. I was uh, at a job that I didn't really like. I really was like miserable. No. I was just like seeking. You out here? You, you know, like I was just yeah. I was just seeking. I was lost, and I was just like, you know what, like. I was coming to that revelation of like, okay, God, like I'm here, like I've, I'm here. I'm glad, I'm Take glad me as I am, like I'm here. You know, I, like despair, like I'm here, like I can't do this alone now. Like, take me as I am, like. Yeah. So that was the, the the story, the just of it. Yeah, and I'm glad you said that because I was gonna ask you one, the the removing of articles was a symbolization as one you're letting go yeah. of you know worldly possessions mm-hmm. or things that you thought you need mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. okay good 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 and, and, then, and not just that but just letting yeah mm-hmm. i mean letting go of everything and allowing the world to see me yeah see you see me i was yeah. about to say that i'm glad you in said purity and in, in, in self and and you know like i mean and i've been on this journey if you go back in my instagram you would see me like as this like dressed up tie, button ups, mm-hmm. purse, because that was the because thing I wanted to portray to that's the world. What society tells us yeah. is that we need to, um, if we put on makeup, mm-hmm. if we mm-hmm. put on things like, oh, we get these tattoos, yeah. then the world accepts us more mm-hmm. instead of just being who we uniquely are yeah. and being yeah. unapologetic <laughs> yeah. about it. Mm-hmm. That, that's that's not something that's talked about in this realm. Mm-hmm. When I say this realm, I mean common folks like you and me, yeah. regular people who've had nine to five and just said, you know what, I'll step away from that. Exactly. And see what this, because this nine to five is a headache. Yeah. And I can't do this yeah. for 30 more years and say this is all right mm-hmm. because this can't be what life mm-hmm. is. So mm-hmm. I'm glad you said that because. Like, for me, I've been to that point where I'm like, you know what? When I first started cutting hair, I was at the end of my rope with... I was in a relationship for a year and a half with this girl. It was something serious. Mm -hmm. I was ready to take that leap into marriage. Mm -hmm. Because I believe, you know, I'm a firm believer that um, everybody's meant to be married. Or, you know, Mm -hmm. everybody has somebody. It's somebody for someone. Yeah. So I was at that point, I was like, you know what, I don't want to be 30, I want to find who I'm supposed to right now. Um, all these things, I was at the end of the rope with, like, I, I'm i gifted to be a musician. Mm-hmm. I, I could play in my sleep. Mm-hmm. But I went to school to pursue music and I wasn't happy about it. Mm-hmm. I was more like, you're telling me things I already know, mm-hmm. and this is not what I want to do, like, it's not working out. So I was getting to the point where I was getting rid of all this stuff. My yeah. mom said, go cut hair. You'll be a barber. You know, this will work out for you. Mm-hmm. She didn't say this was your final destination, but this will work out for you. And so I was at that point where I was getting rid of things that wasn't working and really, like, said, all right, this is me. I don't know if this will work out, but I'm going to go balls to the wall. Mm-hmm. And I really didn't. I didn't go balls to the wall to, <laughs> as of recent. Yeah. But it's it's. I feel like everybody goes to that yeah. that breaking point where it's like, you know, what am I gonna do? Am I really gonna go balls to the wall with this, or am I just gonna be like, you know what? That's cool. It's exciting. Mm-hmm. It's nice we're talking about that, but uh, I'm gonna go this way. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's good. So any one of y'all, if you ever get a chance, please check out that film. 
or that yeah it's a short film yeah it's a two-part series two-part series so see i gotta check out the second part i didn't even know you didn't yeah yeah no nah, i seen it on instagram i was like okay, okay i read okay. the paragraph and i was like oh man this is dope and you know i seen him like stripping and i was like okay <laughs> oh it's not nudity you know like no he's, he's not that he's not that um He's not that naked. Yeah, you know, yeah, like, yeah. It yeah, just yeah. kind of ends at that And point. I remember you saying you had cried because it was a symbolization of where you were going through and, and your life at that point. So it's 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 really intriguing and it's deep for those who are who are looking to be who they are purposefully. Yeah. So Yeah, definitely. I always encourage you to check that out. But um It's been a journey. It's, yeah, yeah. It's been a journey. And it's and it's going to be a journey for anyone who's listening as Oh, well. yeah, it is. It's a journey, but it has its benefits because I I, told, I said at church one Sunday, I said, God always, those who believe and trust in him, he wants you to live supernaturally mm-hmm. in the natural. Exactly, yeah. Well, does that mean in 2018 that simply means you don't have to have a nine to five, but you're not broke? Exactly. And being broke means all your bills are paid, you ain't behind on nothing. Mm-hmm. And you get to eat what you want to. Because many people miss that. If I wake up and say, oh, I want chicken tacos, then go get chicken tacos. I'm living. A, I'm I'm better. And it's not to brag on the people who are less fortunate. Mm-hmm. Not at any chance. But it's. If God is kind enough to let me eat what I want. Mm-hmm. And I don't have to eat what's here. Mm-hmm. What am I without? You know, I'm not without anything. Exactly. We we misconstrue having an abundance of money mm-hmm. to being Successful all right, but I mean that's just the tip of the iceberg. If you ask me, it's yep. so much more in depth things because people mm-hmm. who have money they will resort back to, oh, I have family, I have relationships, I have all these things that are not really tangible mm-hmm. like money mm-hmm. to keep me grounded. The yeah. bottom of the iceberg, and some who just say I have money and I'm good. Yeah. But I mean, money, money is great. It's grand, but the intangible things is kind of what exactly. what keeps you grounded. But uh, and and that's that's another thing that has kept me humble in my journey is because mm-hmm. you know, like I started off with nothing. Yeah, I'm still at nothing. Like, yeah. <laughs> but I'm happy. I'm you know, more happy I'm than more happier than I've been working. In, in, yeah. yeah, working, and I'm just like yo, you know, like I've lived worser than where I am right now like I can do this I can I can honestly do this like so I understand what it feels like to be without Mm -hmm. that's why it's no big deal for me to be like okay you know what I'm just gonna go full pledge and it is yeah if I make money great if I'm broke okay great but I'm gonna give it my all it goes back to that film it's like I'm willing to get naked in a sense (laughs) and expose all of me because all this stuff I ain't it ain't brought me nothing, so obviously the the opposite should do better. And I'm glad I'm glad we're talking about that because you become so you become self centered, you, you know, in a way you become accepting of yourself, um, and that's just kind of that's the reason why freely. we don't. Yeah, you move freely, man. You think you know, like I'm not afraid to express You're not myself down. by people opinions like that's what people it was that the question do you um i think you said this before you asked me you know what stops people from going after what they want that's it humiliation Humiliation. it's the um opinions of others it's like the yeah it's really the opinions of others like and not knowing who you are if you don't know who you are you're 
you look for anything mm-hmm. to identify you. Mm-hmm. But before we dive into the questions and wrap up the segment, um, I was I, a thought came to mind. I had um, and I told my wife before. Uh, I'm eight nine months married now. Mm-hmm. In July, I make a year. Congratulations! So I'm, I'm excited. That's we amazing. Got, we got married uh, July seventh, two thousand seventeen. Wow! And for those number conspiracy theorists, uh-huh. seven seventeen is completion we mm. know that but 17 in a biblical sense means victory mm. so god had he lets us know that you know everything we will ever do has been complete mm. and we'll always have the victory through him mm. so it's a reminder so it's no coincidence things worked out that way yeah but uh like i said i was at my breaking point with this one girl and i was so sure i loved her and my mom said you don't love her mm. it's like mom i do love her you don't know what you're talking about watch out <laughs> <laughs> and she said, she said, if you loved her, you would you love her like Christ loved the church? And I was like, what are you talking about? She was like, until you understand mm-hmm. what that self-sacrifice is. One, this is for any man that's looking for a woman. If you don't understand what the self-sacrifice is. If you don't understand your relationship with yourself in Christ, mm-hmm. then you won't be able to fully comprehend a relationship between a woman. Because wow. when you're the emotional counterpart, because mm-hmm. we are the bride to Christ. We're emotional. We're everywhere, up and down, this way and the other. And he's constant. Mm-hmm. Never changes. Mm-hmm. He he brings us back. You all ready? You ready? Mm-hmm. This is what God does to me when I'm tripping. <laughs> he, he gives me my moment and brings me back and embraces me in love. So mm-hmm. it reminds me that I have to do the same thing for mm-hmm. my, my spouse and my partner. One. And then two. thing I was thinking about, I was... I gave. I was arrogant enough to give God a list of the things I wanted in the bride, mm-hmm, okay. and I wanted that list to be the girl I was dating. Mm-hmm. And I cried and hollered to the Lord and mm-hmm. fast, all that stuff. And she was never that woman, and wow. He never told me why. Wow. And I was mad. Uh, don't I, you be mad? I hated. I hated that God <laughs> said no. And then, two three years later, it made full circle, and everything I prayed for. That I thought I wanted in that girl, mm-hmm. I found easily in my wife. Wow. And so it's like, after 12 years of just being pure friends, after mm-hmm. nights of just real, real conversations and moments where she needed me to be there and mm-hmm. I was there and mm-hmm. I needed her to be here and she was there unequivocally, it summed up into now we have a beautiful marriage, we have a beautiful child, mm-hmm. all these things. And Amazing. it's because. I well, what I gave myself to God yeah. in like every area of my life, and He loved me enough to bring back what I asked for. So mm-hmm. it's 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 when you get to your breaking point, don't give up. Exactly. What I'm saying is because sometimes and always He makes it full circle, he does. and you don't see it in hindsight. You have to get far, far back away and look and be like, dang, He really mm-hmm. did that. And it's really better off than I could ever imagine. Mm, mm, that's yeah. good. Yeah, yeah. It, it, mm. uh, it's it's an exciting thing to take that leap. It is. It's scary, yeah. but it is. It's, yeah. it's... <laughs> and I'm glad we're talking about this because, like I said, it's easy for somebody with money to say, oh, I'm going to take this leap. Mm-hmm. And oh, it's yep, going to work yep. out because <laughs> their safety net yeah. is their money, mm-hmm. their finances. If you broke, like... Car note, your car could get towed in any millisecond. And that's what I said on my podcast. Yeah. I'm you, like, look. You thug in like, you know, I'm in this one bedroom apartment, no couch. Like, 
I'm eating noodles every night, and what? if somebody buy me lunch, we good. Yes. Like, that type of lit pocket broke, because I didn't been there sometimes, where I got about $5 for seven days and still had money to pay my tithes, and it was pay my tithes or go get me a number five from McDonald's on Sunday, for real. If you ain't that broke. Yeah. And when people talk about taking these leaps and giving it your all, you're like, man, listen, dog, reality yeah. says yeah. no. Exactly. And exactly. that and that's the challenge that God is always asking. Yeah. Are you gonna trust what Do you, you trust physically me? can see? <laughs> or are you really gonna get out here and and just trust me? Do you trust me? And the self check that God always gives me is that really you think your your reality is bigger than me. And I'd be Ooh, like, that was good. That like, is All right, good. God, I'm sorry. Yeah, Forgive yeah, yeah. Me. That was good. Because I did get arrogant and forgot that you are bigger than my present exactly. moment. And so now I can freely leap and go balls to the wall. That's the word for the day. Balls to the wall. (laughs) Because it's been times where it was like, I'm not going balls to the wall, Lord. Because... Oh, you want me to do that? Oh, nah. This is ground shaking. (laughs) This is ground breaking. But that's what he wants. Exactly. And in that, he gives you... He accounts you righteousness because you really trust him. Exactly. yeah, it's it's glad we're talking about this, but um, we're gonna wrap it up. My first question is, what's your definition of a good day? You kind of touched on the second one. If you have anything else to touch on, the second question. Okay. You can. But the first question, what's your definition of a good day for you? Uh, to people that are listening. So a definition of a good day would definitely be uh, starting my morning off like mm-hmm. very early. I do a lot of like meditation early yeah. out in the morning outside, oh, just sitting good. there. And what are you, you meditating know? on? Um, really, it's just I wouldn't even call that like I wouldn't even call it like meditation. I would just call it like conversations with God. Yeah, like just talk. Yeah, just like sometimes I even like me and him like really be having conversations. Yeah. Sometimes I be looking back like, look, if someone was looking at me outside, I know I would look but, crazy. But that's what it but is. But I would talk to him. That's like, what we would it talk. is. I would laugh. Like I would think about things. Like that's what it's really, a relationship with it's God. It's a relationship. It's a relationship yeah. with God. And um. It's crazy because I, I have such a deep found relationship with him that I, I miss going back to that spot. Did uh-huh. it stop? No, I didn't stop. It's okay. Still so I miss going back to that spot. Sometimes I would get off of work and be like, man, I can't wait to go sit in the backyard in my spot and talk to God. Like, you know, like I would go to him, you know, and that's really my good day. Like just starting off the day with conversations with God, uh, then spending the rest of the day listening to music. Uh, I'm a big music person, blasting the music, uh-huh. and just working, being creative. Yeah, that's my good day. It's simple, and and I've been living that dream, and mm-hmm. that's why I'm, I'm just like, yo, like if I can live this dream every day, every day, I don't think I would be, be alright. You know, I would be happy if I could live this. Go, dream you know, every day. see God's creation here and there. That's just my yeah, biggest yeah. thing. It's just and like travel. to travel, like, yeah, and travel too. I'm uh getting past the whole like getting blaming it, you know, like just crazy drunk. And getting endowed with Mm -hmm. substances because it's like those are vices and escapes. I I don't need to escape from doing right or being in the right moment. Mm -hmm. I just want to experience it. So I think that's that would just be my telling thing, but kind of the same thing. Uh, yeah, I'm simple. A good day for me is simple, yeah, create, have conversations with God, and listen to music, yeah. And now is um. Really, just getting up and spend time with my daughter. I yeah. think being a parent is a beautiful thing. You mm-hmm. kind of see all the good things that the world is 
hidden mm-hmm. because of worldly experiences. Wow. You forget all the good things that are in you. Mm-hmm. So God has a beautiful way of putting that in your children, especially wow. when they're younger. So I see all of me and mm-hmm. all of my wife and because of that it just it makes me wanting to be more purposeful even more because it's like man she is a reminder or my child my family is a reminder that you know this is my purpose this is what I'm supposed to be doing Mm. so so yeah I think that's really just my biggest thing is spending time with my daughter of course I love cutting hair I love you know engaging with people because I'm a people person Mm -hmm. that's made full circle um, the art behind it, the the artistry and cutting hair, mm-hmm. the whole sole proprietorship. I am a businessman. Mm-hmm. It's a good thing that for me, I can be like, you know, you can't own your own business yeah. outside of peddling drugs because yeah. that's stable for guys my age. So, I think that's, that's just a, a basic just of. Um, that's a good day for good you. Good day for me. Uh, good, we can talk good. about music because I am a music buff. Man, I, I listen yeah. to a lot of music and a lot, a lot of music, and I'm okay with listening to a lot of stuff. Yeah, it doesn't shake my salvation. Because so. <laughs> you know, some church people, oh, you should listen to nothing but gospel. Okay, that's, that's but good. even gospel artists have inspiration from secular artists. But that's a whole another yeah. podcast. Yeah, but um, yeah. Second question was, what makes people afraid of trying? And you already noted on it. If you can note on it again. We got to wrap up. Oh, yeah. Getting ready. I'm glad we got you thus far. But, uh, yeah, what is, why are people afraid of trying? And what are your, you know, the small projects that you're trying to complete this year, your goals? Okay, so people are afraid of trying just, um, yeah, I touched on that. Mm-hmm. Like, the, humili- the humiliation. People are just scared. Yeah. We are all battling with fear. Yeah. Every day we love with fear. We, we get into relationships with fear. We go about our day with fear. We make decisions based off fear. Yeah. Everything is, like, just based around this scare. You know, yeah. this, this fear or whatever. So, um, yeah, like, people are just scared, bro. Like, at the end of the day, people are just scared. Yeah. You're scared to do something different. You're scared to leave that relationship. Uh, yeah. You're scared to do this. You're scared to do that. You're just Because reality tells you that. It's worse once you step outside. Yeah, of the exactly. So no one wants to step out their comfort zone. Mm. So yeah, we're all battling with fear. And a uh, quick thing, quick plug. We, mm. I, I've, um, I've read this book called The Mastery of Love. The Mastery of Love. Yeah, everyone should read that book. Man, I can't remember. Um, I can't remember. But if you guys go and just search, I'll probably Mastery put it in love. the comments. Yeah, or it'll be in the comment or description. That's an awesome book. It just talks about how we're all crippled with a disease called fear. Yeah. And so it goes into depth about that. Fear is, is life-threatening. Like, um, we hear the saying, the grass is greener on the other side. But it actually is. Because <laughs> on the other side of where you are, fear, it's greener. Exactly. Exactly. But it's, it's, your, it's your perception of, perception of the grass. My sister always says it, man. And it's profound. She's like... And this is something her and the Lord have been dealing with. But whatever you perceive, that's mm-hmm. what you eventually believe. Exactly. Your perception is your reality. And, I mean, I can tie that to so many moments where mm-hmm. I perceived that I wasn't good. Mm-hmm. So, in return, I wasn't good. Mm-hmm. But when I started believing and claiming that I am good yep. and that it is possible, yep. man, I amazed myself. So, now <laughs> okay, I yeah. can speak with confidence that, man, you really about to get the best haircut of your life. Yeah. 
Yep. So, you know, and that's just a note on that. But last thing before we wrap up, we okay. got some time. <laughs> what, uh, what, uh, what is just one project that you're trying to complete for the year? Uh, one thing that you want to see through this year. My thing is just being disciplined with my time. That's it. Cool, cool, cool. Um, I actually want to get into documentary. I want to uh-huh. create a documentary sometime this year okay. or at least plan it or write it out. Um, I did want to create a... I've had this idea to create a documentary on discovering hip-hop. Okay. Uh, hip-hop was something that, like, I was never allowed to listen to. As uh-huh. I stated in the beginning, like, I don't really listen to J. Cole. Yeah, even though you're from Fayetteville. Yeah, even though I'm from Fayetteville. Yeah, and not hard. to say that he's a bad artist. It's just because, like, my mom thought that was devil music, you know? <laughs> like, but I see how, you know, uh, hip-hop has impacted the culture. Art. art. In, in the mindset itself. as yeah. well so um i do want to impact more people and i feel like hip-hop is an avenue that i need to discover mm-hmm. to kind of get into the minds of more uh people my age to yeah. be able to deliver my gift in that sense yeah. so uh i did want to create a hip-hop documentary on just me discovering hip-hop you know studying different artists Finding different artists. It's never been done before. Yeah, and me just being this quirky girl, glasses, like not knowing a thing mm-hmm. about hip hop. Yeah. Would probably have a different perspective on it. Okay, so. that's good. That's yeah, so um, definitely. I mean, I'm working with artists right now. Yeah. Right now, uh, I'm working with Toby and Fat. Toby, yeah. And they're amazing I see people. I see that, amazing, man. amazing people. He's a lyricist. Yeah. Right. He's like 3,000, but reincarnated. Yeah. From Houston. Mm-hmm. So that's even more impactful. Yeah. I'm, but, uh, so, I'm just. Shout out to them. Yeah. Shout out to Toby and Fat. I have my ooh, you know, pair on all <laughs> You do? Stuff. Yeah. And that's I know uh, the manager, JD, my cousin cuts his uh-huh. Jeff? Yeah. Uh, JD Goddard. So shout out to them and the whole crazy. Live Out Loud band. Yeah, I see you guys. Yeah. Uh, David and Darius. Yeah. All them guys. So yeah, man. So, I know them through other people. So yeah. Shout out to the best. Barbara Cleo, the one that only. <laughs> of course. Follow, so so yeah. I'm just trying to live, take my gift and apply it to music. I love music, so mm-hmm. I want to help artists kind of, you know, create content. Content. Yeah. yeah so that's, that's where I'm at. That's important. Um, yeah, we're wrapping up. We're touching time. The the breaking time. Follow her on Twitter or at, or at Instagram. Right? Yeah. It's Twitter, the same time. Timlet. I'm put it in the comments. Follow mm-hmm. me on Twitter. And Instagram at Joe's Interlude. Thank you guys for tuning in to this segment of All Nats Matter. Remember, stay purposeful, stay prosperous. Yes. All right, one love.